Hi, I'm Jeffrey Downs, Managing Director at Franklin Covey. Welcome back to Be a Better Leader. This season, we're talking about recharging. It's time to recharge your leaders, recharge your teams, recharge your culture, and recharge your results. Today, we want to talk about how collaboration can be a tool to help your teams to recharge. Our teams and responsibilities are all interconnected. But in times of change, uncertainty or mounting projects, silos can form. And it becomes easy to lose the power that comes from collaboration and synergy. To help us talk about this problem we all face and ways to approach it, I am happy to welcome a really fantastic individual, good friend, and one of our managing consultants, Andrea Caldwell. Andrea, welcome. So glad to have you today. Jeffrey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and chat today. Is it? Yeah, it's, you know, when we talk about synergy, I mean, there's just, there's so many things that we could go into as far as synergy is concerned. It's one of the habits, habit number six. And, you know, as, as Steven says, the true test and manifestation of all the other habits put together. Now, you've been at this for a while and you know this particular uh, habit. What do you think he meant by that? You know, I think what he meant by that is that it absolutely takes all of the other habits to be able to achieve synergy. So if you think about it in its purest form, how can you you know, achieve synergy? How can you collaborate with others if you don't listen, right? If you don't care to hear right. what they have to say, <laughs> how can you achieve synergy if you don't really think about, you know, beyond self? What do they need? What are their wins? So I mm -hmm. think it's all of the other ones coming together is what lets us get to that point of synergy and that, that collaboration, I think is what he means. You know, something you just mentioned was something that I've thought about a lot as far as the skill that it takes to think of others' needs. I mean, it's so easy to focus on myself and what it is that I need, but for true synergy, that's that's really a skill that you have to develop. I mean, you, you've probably seen this as well. How do I actually get to that skill and what are some of the other skills I need to come up with in order to have synergy? Yeah, I think it goes down to the, you know, to your mindset. You know, when you have that scarcity mindset and it's all about you, um, I think it really limits us. And it's really yeah. changing that mindset to understand that that's actually not limiting. It's actually how you get to what you want when you better understand other people, when you do have that abundance mindset. You know, one of the things I share with people sometimes is in order to get what you want, you know, you have to help other people get what they want. You know, sometimes, <laughs> yes. especially when you lead a team, when I help my team succeed and I help them achieve their goals, that's ultimately then how I win as a leader too. And how we all win together is by helping them get what they need. So, you know, it reminds me of a, a one of my a favorite Hindu proverb that uh, I know of that says, when you help your brother get his boat across the lake, behold, there you are also. Absolutely. You know, yeah, I love yeah that. the focus was on helping the brother get the boat across the lake and, oh, and here I am as well. Yeah, that's, oh, those, you know? that's fantastic. Absolutely. <laughs> so as you, in your experience and as you've gone along, how have you helped individuals and organizations develop synergy what, and this abundance type mindset? Yeah, I think it goes back to them understanding what they're actually going to be able to achieve, like how it is better, you know, how yeah. the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. So, you know, this is what you can achieve by yourself, but what are the benefits? 
when we do come together, when we are able to collaborate, when we can think about other people's wins, how much further can we go? You know, what, yeah. and when they start to think about the kinds of results that they're trying to achieve, they start to realize, you know what, we, we can't get there. You know, it doesn't help if one team out of 10 is hitting its sales goals and everybody else isn't yeah. hitting it. Right. So then where do we get with that? So how do we go about thinking about it more holistically so that together we achieve the bigger goal, the bigger picture and achieve our ultimate, you know, what we're trying to achieve as an organization? That's such a great point, Andrea. And as I as I think about that, as far as being able to think of the other teams and getting them there as as well. I think that there's probably times where I fall short of that and I've and how often I fall short of it. It's important, and I'm going to make this statement, and then I'm, I'm curious as to your reaction to it. It's important that even when I fall short of that, even when I, I didn't do it right, that I come back from it and that I keep trying again. Is that, I, I mean, in your experience, you see that as well? Yeah, absolutely. You know, what are you going to, I use the analogy as if you were trying to go to work one day, if you had to go into the office and you got to your typical exit that you take to go to your office and there was a barrier, a roadblock there. Would you just turn around and say, well, you know, I can't get to work today. I turn around and go home, right? That's it. I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out. out. Not going. You know, why aren't you here? I couldn't get, you know, past the barrier. No, I'd find an alternate route. And same thing back to what you were talking about. If I wasn't successful, if I didn't do it right, or I, you know, maybe in one situation, I, I didn't perform in the way that I wanted to. How do we regroup and find another way yeah. to get there, you know, and kind of forgive ourselves yeah. and move forward? So. So that, that brings up, a you know, as I talked about, and we've mentioned a couple of times here, the word collaboration. Now, as I think about the word collaboration, there's a couple of different words that we could put in play out there. For example, conflict can be something that we experience. And then also when I, when I look at it and um, consensus is another word that can go out there. I look at collaboration as really a together type word. It's something that when when I'm collaborating with someone, I feel like I'm trying to get to the best solution, not my solution or your solution, but the best solution. Right. Right. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. You know, sometimes people settle for compromise. And they think that No, that's the other one. Yeah. That's the other one I was yeah, trying to think of. Yeah. And it was not coming to my brain. Yeah, yes. no. Sometimes people say, okay, you know, if we compromise here, then we're we're winning and everybody's happy, but are are you really? You know, are you losing half the time? You know, so when we talk about synergy, it's different. You know, we when you have achieved that highest level, you know, that collaboration, there's a new energy around it. You know, maybe you're coming mm-hmm. up with something better than where you started. So I think it's completely different. Yeah, I agree with you. So with some of those barriers that exist as far as in collaboration and synergy and so forth, um, conflicting personalities, communication styles, and so so forth, what are some practical techniques that you would recommend to help overcome some of those in order to get this higher state of synergy or collaboration? Yeah, I think the biggest one, which is really the core and foundation of synergy, is valuing differences. You know, so yeah, we're going to have different personalities. Yeah, some of those personalities are going to be a little challenging. They're going to be a little testing to you. (laughs) Never, (laughs) never. I never have a problem with anyone. (laughs) I know it never happens. And I know that this is going to sound kind of strange and it's kind of difficult sometimes. But when you can pause yourself and start to think about maybe even this person that challenges you the most, what strengths do they have? And how are their strengths different than my own? 
and how can I leverage those strengths? That's where that can help us get to, you know, synergy. It all comes down to valuing differences. Yeah, we are different. I might have a different opinion than you, you know, Mm -hmm. but what can I leverage from that? Um, And, and, Are you bringing a different perspective that I don't have? I have to be open to that and not feel like I have all the answers and all the ideas. There are other folks that have ideas as well. Yeah. You know, one of the books that I really enjoy is Creativity Inc. That's written by Ed Catmill. And he talks about Pixar and the foundations of Pixar Pixar, and how they had to get to this place where collaboration, in other words, the idea that they were all collaborating on was separate from the individuals. The idea is we wanted to arrive at the best idea. And by being it separate than the individuals, we could accept everyone's feedback on that idea and move it forward. And I, that's kind of what I hear you saying mm-hmm. is it's like, look, all these different personalities give us an opportunity to get the best idea, the best solution, the best outcome on the table. Yeah. I don't necessarily, and I, I don't want this to sound crass, I don't have to like you, you know, (laughs) I don't have to want to hang out with you, but that doesn't mean and doesn't negate the fact that you may have some very valid, you know, points or ideas or thing, you know, that I could leverage or that we could leverage as a group to collaborate effectively. Yeah. I I really like that you said that. I I don't have to like you. (laughs) It's kind of hard. Isn't that the truth? I mean, yeah. (laughs) I don't. But it's one of those things. Yeah. It's one of those things where I I think we recognize that there's there's my social network that I love to hang out with, my social friends that I love to hang out with. And then there is my professional environment where I really want to respect and also have the opportunity to associate with people of all varying types of ideas and thoughts. That, that that really help us to arrive at a place that maybe I wouldn't otherwise get to. Yeah. I mean, what's that saying? If, if, if everybody agrees or two people agree, what's the need for one of them anyway? You know, so what, right. what does it gain yes. me if everybody thinks the same way? Not that that's horrible or bad, but really when you want to get to synergy, you want to embrace some of those different ideas and thoughts. Yeah. So as we think about, as I think about and you think about this idea of synergy recharging an organization, what's some of the things that come to mind? Yeah. When you say that, what comes to mind for me first is, is I don't know why, I'm just thinking fresh, new ideas. You know, you get out of the habit and the routine of doing the same thing all the time, doing it the same ways, which really just speaks to innovation. So when I think about a team, you know, an organization, um, collaborating and getting synergy, I think innovation. And I think mm-hmm. innovation to me is a word that's very exciting. Innovation, you know, and doing new things to me is something that really fuels me. And I think also when you think, you know, right now more than ever, um, mental health is a conversation for people. And so oh, yeah. when people have a creative outlet, when they're in a, an environment that doesn't feel toxic, an environment that's growing and thriving and that isn't stagnant and where they feel valued and where they feel like their ideas are valued and they feel included, it's also a healthier environment mentally and emotionally too. Mm -hmm. And in that environment, I suppose if I'm feeling like what you described, 
you're getting my best self Absolutely. coming to work, yeah. right? I mean, that, that that's really what you're getting. If I'm not feeling like I have to protect or watch out, or I feel like I can, I can really synergize, I can really collaborate. Yeah. I like to say, you know, we're giving people 100% of their salary. Why do we only want like 70% of them? You know, <laughs> I don't want part of you. If I'm paying you 100%, I want it all. So we need to get to know, you know, folks as whole people and, and really, um, you know, be open to, like you said, including people in different perspectives. So. Wow. That is so insightful. And I feel recharged just talking to you. Can oh. we do this a little bit more? Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we're out of time. If, and, and, and I just want to thank you, Andrea, for coming on and for your expertise and offering it out. As our leaders that are out there that are listening to this, think about what we've talked about today as far as synergizing, collaboration, and bringing the whole self to work where you can be innovative and not have just 70% of a person, but 100% of a person. Andrea, those are all fantastic things for any leader and any individual in any organization to really have the opportunity to get more from what it is that they're doing and to synergize with everything. And for listeners who would like to learn more about The 7 Habits, please download our free overview, The 7 Habits, A Brief Guide. You can find a link to it in the show notes or visit franklincovey.com for more information and resources. Well, that's all we have for today. Andrea, again, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm Jeff Downs. I'm one of your hosts this season. Hopefully all of you have a fantastic day and keep smiling. Keep smiling.